This is Dr. Megan MD, Life Through My Eyes, coming to you with another podcast. Um, It's a lot of background noise because I am driving. I might as well go ahead and record since I have a one-hour commute to work, so whatever. Um, Anyway, um, this episode is called Long Line of (laughs) Hopes. So, yeah, Long Line of Hopes, you know, it is what it is. That's something that is a quote from my grandmother, my dad's mom, named Donna Avery. Uh, That's the way that she described all the women before her (laughs) in my family. So, um, you know, how did we even get there? Uh, You know, I'm going to go ahead and confess to you guys uh, something that I don't tell many people. Um... When I even sat down with my grandmother when she said, Megan, you came from a long line of hoes. <laughs> I, uh, I pretty much had been in a bad place in life at that time during college because I was breaking up with my husband at the time. I had gotten married. I got eloped in, in, um, in college I wasn't even able to drink alcohol (laughs) but I I call myself getting married so but you know like I told you in the first book Kingdom Marriage Preparation which I'm changing the name of the book why I didn't get married Uh, it's not to lie to you to say I didn't get married but it's I I sincerely still didn't want to get married even though I got married so uh, just to explain to you a little background about that um, how I even got to the mentality of hey let's get married Um, first of all I wasn't even with the guy at the time we had even broken up and I didn't even think we were going to get back together so and I mean I wasn't trying to get back with him either like we, we were fighting a lot you know arguing I mean and he had moved, you know, clear across the other side of town, and you know, in my eyes, at that age, that's a long distance relationship, and you know, I didn't feel like it would even work. So, um, this guy was more like an upperclassman at my university, and he had graduated, went on, and got his job, and I was still there, and you know, I just thought, okay, you know whatever but how I end up marrying someone that I'm not even (laughs) that I wasn't even with uh so basically like I go to college and uh you know my parents were making a certain amount of money since they both were working so they were making too much for me to qualify for any of the loans or grants so they paid out of pocket and my university didn't cost that much so they were able to handle paying it out of pocket but um, basically one day I got a letter from the school and was like hey you're getting kicked out (laughs) I don't even think it was two weeks like it was a real short period of time they were like you about to get kicked out you know pack your stuff because you never did pay the tuition and I'm like wait what you know because 
they always pay the tuition so i'm like how 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 was the tuition not paid you know i'm thinking it's a mistake on the university side i call home i'm like mom this is the kind of letter i got you know they're gonna throw me out you know basically the news came from my mom that my dad gambled off my tuition money so the gambling just got worse and worse i mean and so uh i'm like at this point he playing with my <laughs> you playing with my education at this point you know and so i go I, and and so she tells me that you know in addition to that he hadn't been paying the house note and and that's something normal that but it was to the point that you know he had to throw, get a second mortgage or whatever i don't know uh basically they got like a little you know you i guess when you put a second mortgage or re refinance your house you know you get like a check you know so I don't know if they had to drain the equity, whatever, but I, I knew a check was coming. My mom was like, well, a check is coming. And, but my dad had already planned on buying some big flat screen theater style like TV that was going to cost the same as my tuition. Do you hear me? So he was already planning to get that. Instead of paying my tuition. Even after he gambled it off. And, and the check that was coming. He was going to get this super expensive TV. So he can continue to gamble off his money. But you know. So he can have a better. You know theater style screen. To watch his games on. So, I, and I'm just thinking, like, mom, you telling me all this, and what what you gonna do about it, like? And so she was like, "Oh, well, you know, he had to put my name on the on the on the house now. So, so now, you know, all these years he put her on the house. Go figure. But this time he needed her in order to get that." that that you know to co-sign is you know i don't even think to co-sign i think like he needed her in order to get this second mortgage or to drain this equity whatever and so um she was like well i'm gonna intercept the check and i ain't gonna tell him and all this here and i was just like man this is crazy and the power that he has over her i i, I had to hold my breath i'm like lord what what if she gets the check and then he makes her give it to him so he can just blow the money off so she was like well you know what just you just call your father and i was like i don't have nothing to say to him at this point i'm about to get thrown out of school and, and i said you know i don't even know like she didn't even know what date the check was going to come like they they already knew this was going on and nobody told me anything and so I, I she just like i believe it will it should get here by this day and and i should be able to pay your tuition by the last day when i tell you that <laughs> man i i when i say i held my breath and prayed
because I know he he had the power over her enough to even if she got the check she he would still take the money from her so and I and and so anyway I decided to call my dad like my mom told me so anyway I call him he sat there and lied on the phone just like you know he normally does uh and when you try to call him a liar you, even he said oh I just didn't have the money for because I, I said hey dad I'm getting kicked out of school what's going on for no payment for my tuition he's like oh I don't, I don't know I just didn't have the money okay and and you know he get a little attitude with me for even asking him or bringing it up to him and he's like well you know you just should just drop out of school and come home and, like he started going there with me I'm in my, basically, I'm about to be a senior in college. Like, I'm in my, you know, I'm in my junior year, but, you know, I got enough credits to really claim to be a senior, you understand me, in college. So, I'm thinking, like, no way. <laughs> you And so, he's just like, you know what, it's getting too much for me to pay anyway, and you should just come home, go to community college, and you know, you're not going to make it anyway. Like, that's already how he felt about me being a doctor because he just felt like, hey, you're, you're not smart enough anyway. So, you you know, he, so I'm, I'm putting up with the abuse on the phone as he's talking trash to me and even having a whole attitude. And and he's sitting here lying to me. And, and, and then so I just kind of hit him with the, well, my mom said this, that, and the third that y'all getting a check and all this here. And he was like, he he didn't say nothing he just was he was more of basically saying he got to use it for bills and all this here when really I heard my mom say that he he ain't been paying no bills and he trying to use it for this whole theater style tv so anyway yeah so I wanted to say you know what you lying but um it wasn't even worth the fight. I was I was just like, he, he's the dad that if you catch him in the lie and you tell him, no, I, I actually know and I have receipts that you're lying, he's going to basically be like yelling and cursing you out and hanging up on you and telling you, you did, that you're the one disrespectful that you even said that he's lying because <laughs> that that's how he is. But, you know, I was like, you know what? I ain't got time to even deal with it. I'm... I got to prime my mom up and, and, and make sure I talk to her and make sure I continue to speak to her and stay in communication with her so that she can intercept this check so that my tuition can get paid. Basically, um, my mom did, but she intercepted the check. But even on that day, you know, um, I'm saying like, they were like, literally my school is like Friday by 5 p.m. you're gonna get kicked out you know when I tell you that that money got paid in like <laughs> the last hour like it, it was it was it was that close for me getting thrown out of school and so for non-payment of tuition so uh, but I, I talked to the financial aid people I was like look you know this is I just told them the truth I was like hey you know because they were like, well, 
what happened this semester that you know your parents didn't pay what's going on you should consider being independent from them so you can qualify for these grants and loans and um, so that they can see that you don't have income and you can you know get your tuition paid easily and, and even you know I would qualify to have you know even overpayment so that you know but they were like I said well what do I need to do to get off their taxes because they were they wouldn't they refused to take me off like they were like well ask your parents to take you off so they acted like they couldn't take me off but they could they could take me off like they just wanted to keep claiming me <laughs> so they can get whatever tax break or whatever but I was like take me off they wouldn't take me off of their taxes so they wouldn't stop claiming me and so I was just like you know what especially my father you know anyway so I was just like fine what what do I need to do so the financial aid office basically was like <laughs> they said you can have a baby and you'll be automatically off of their taxes you can go get a full-time job or you can get married uh, and so basically I didn't have time for a child and I and you know and I personally just don't believe in having a child out of wedlock without having a husband first so uh, no shade to anybody else listening who but that's just what I believe so I was like no that's just out of the question and even if I was married at the time I was like nope I ain't having no child I gotta get through these you know hard classes and so uh, try to get in med school I was like nope so then <laughs> of course the idea of me getting a full-time job or I was just like nope <laughs> I ain't got I don't have time for that I'm taking a full 18 hours of uh, coursework in school I, I was just like nope and uh, so marriage was pretty much the only option I had to uh, <laughs> to get off my parents taxes so that I can get my tuition paid so I pretty much you know you know I at the time you know I really liked the guy but uh, I mean but you know I we weren't together now look you know, I was like, well, you know, I can do this. <laughs> I can't, you know, it's always a method to my madness. You understand me? So I went ahead. I got married. I didn't have a wedding. I didn't even wear no white dress. I didn't care. I just got married. I just got, went on to the courthouse uh, in a flower dress and uh, we, and he had on his work clothes and that's just what it is. So um, and, and besides, you know what? He was helping me more than my mom. You know, he got his job. I was even having car trouble, and he helped and got me another car. Uh, my parents were just like, whatever. Oh, well, you just... <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, dang. You know, they just kind of were like, whatever. And I, I know it was fueled by my father's, but, uh, you know, mentality. And my mom just obviously, she always co-signing with him um, no matter what. So... I was just like, fine. But anyway, as quickly as I eloped, it was just as quick as that, you know, the relationship deteriorated, like, within, like, when I say months, like, I think it was, like, two and a half months, me and him stayed in the house together, and it was super, you know, it was abusive, and we just, it was very toxic, and, you know, 
we was kids that shouldn't been married period and you know here i am not even able to <laughs> not even able to buy alcohol and in there you know call myself getting married but it was definitely for the wrong reason it, it was uh it was so i can continue on you know what i mean my education but uh so because i knew that my mom had told me my dad's gambling got so out of control that she basically had told me that even once she intercepted that check that she can't guarantee that the next semester i was gonna ever have tuition again you know that basically she was saying that was it like pretty much it's gonna be a wrap far as tuition is concerned and um so i had to do what i had to do so i got married because <laughs> the financial aid lady said that's the only way to, <laughs> to be independent and anyway so i um <laughs> i was breaking up with the husband and you know of course you get married and you know you guys move into a place now I got a whole car note now I got all this other stuff because he didn't got me a car he got his car note he didn't got all you know we got all these things going on then he just leave me there <laughs> you know what I mean I got all these bills I can't even first of all he wasn't paying bills while we were there he was paying his mother's bills okay and he wasn't taking care of home even while we were in the house my grandmother actually had to come and pay to pay our rent because he was that kid of a mentality that he paying his mama bills and, and he wasn't taking care of me and him as, as so that lets you know what kind of relationship we had it you know it wasn't i wouldn't call it even a real marriage i would say and so anyway uh but i got what i needed i got all my parents taxes I was able to get the tuition without my parents, you know, the, the loans and, and um, you know, the grants. And, you know, it's okay. So, <laughs> the plan went as, you know, the way it needed to go. But, obviously, it backfired on me. And, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, it got me depressed because I'm like, dang, now I got all these extra bills, you know. And, uh, basically... My dad's mom called me. I always had her number in my phone. But I always thought she was so mean that I kept her number in my phone so that I can avoid her call. You know, never to answer it. But uh, my mom had called me and was like, hey, your, your grandmother wants to talk to you. She's going to call you. And so I'm thinking like, you know, she, she, you know, she told me that she gave her my number. Cause, and I'm just thinking maybe this is for a cousin or something not for her you know but anyway at the time i was living in houston texas and my grandmother lived in slidale louisiana right outside of new orleans and katrina had already happened and it was still like when i say smelling like dead bodies and everything was all messed up still and she here she is telling me to come over there driving and um you know i i i said okay i'll 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 drive to louisiana it, it was 
maybe like four or five hours you know we're from Houston I guess and um so I I, I go and she's like hey <laughs> she the first thing she do is take me shopping and then she's like I'm gonna talk to you about <laughs> your family history on you know on my dad's side and basically you know I had already heard that she was a hoe my own grandmother that's what people would say about her so she was like you know she then got me some alcohol to take back to college I mean she was she was like if you want to have some dates over here uh, I can provide you condoms like I was like wow this woman right here you know <laughs> was really good <laughs> she said you know you're an adult now so you're gonna get to know me as an adult because she she realized she was mean to us when we was kids and you know I thought she was being mean I really I thought she was but she explained herself why she was she would always keep us outside she would always be trying to whoop us for coming inside even her I'm like our grandpa is inside I don't know why we have to stay outside till you get home little did I know she was trying to protect us without telling us that hey I'm married to a pedophile and that's why I don't want y'all inside and he didn't rape my daughter and, and my two sons and um, I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't know she was doing that and, and I felt like you know it was kind of irresponsible for them to even our parents who had been raped by the, her husband our grandfather to even send us down there like why send us down there if you know this dude what he did to you what he did to my aunt what he you know neither here or there we used to think she was the mean grandma you know no <laughs> i she she explained herself <laughs> very clearly uh that day that i came and so it, our conversation actually was over basically two times i had to spend I spent time there during Thanksgiving. Um, I spent like a week, and then I spent then I spent time during Christmas time, and so basically, uh, and I spent longer time at that time. And so, no, we all these conversations that we had were so she, you know, over days, and we, you know, she wanted to make sure I understood what was going on in the family. So, for her to say, hey, <laughs> the first conversation we sit down, she's like, look, you came from a long line of hoes. I was like, wow. So, I was like, well, in my mind, I'm like, well, mm. you know, I'm thinking about it, all this stuff that people say about her. I'm like, well, I said, well, what you call yourself? This is my granny. This is the granny that be whooping you that be that will slap you they'll pick up a boot and slap you in the face so she, she has some abusive side to her and you know i i boldly said it but i held my face i clenched my teeth because and i kind of closed my eyes because i knew i was gonna get slapped i was like well even though i think i'm grown i know she gonna slap the mess out of me right now so 
Oh, I just prepared myself. And so, but she didn't. She was like, she said, well, I had to do what I had to do. She said, but she said her mom and her grandmother, she said, no, they have money. They just liked it. And so, you know, it made you look at her crazy, like, you know, and, you know, I was just like, okay. And so that's when she pretty much got into some stories. So we go, these stories, I, if this woman was alive right now, I promise you, I, I would be like, look, you know, we, we need to get together and write your stories down into a book because this, this right here, but, um, she told me enough and, uh, this is, this was an excerpt from my book called My Dad Did It. Well, he do it to me too. So, uh, you know, check it out. It's not just about my dad. <laughs> it's, it's about the, the generational curses of the family all together. You know what I mean? It's really just not focused on him. But, um, but yeah, so... Uh, th this is just the intro of what you know you might expect in this book uh, called My Dad Did It, Will He Do It to Me? I just mentioned a line, the line, um, long line of hose in my first book, but this is the detailed, you know, part which is in the My Dad Did It, Will He Do It to Me? So all of this was from that book, and you know, check it out. And, um, you know, I'll get into some of the stories that she told. I mean, they're, they're, they're like, wow, you, you just wouldn't believe it. So, yeah, that's it. Um, as I said in previous <laughs> podcasts, and as I'm going to say now, I am done with my rant.